1: Hey, guys, it's Josue Pavone from the Causeway Street Podcast and the Garden Report, and it's time to talk to you about the boatload of money you can make this week, betting at mybookie.ag. If you haven't checked them out, this is the perfect time to get into the action. The Madness of March is here. Lay down some money and score big on college hoops. Join me and thousands of online players and start betting at mybookie.ag. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? Come join MyBookie today. I would only recommend a service that's been good to me and our listeners, and that's why I urge you to make your way to MyBookie. You win, they pay, fast and without any hassles. Trust me, you're wasting your time betting anywhere else. They even have in-game live betting, so you can place a bet after tip-off, and if you join right now, MyBookie will match your first deposit with a 50% bonus. That's right, if you join with $100, you'll get an extra $50 bankroll to play with. Head to mybookie.ag, use the promo code GARDEN. That's mybookie.ag, promo code GARDEN. Mybookie.ag. Play, win, and get paid.
3: (laughs) Welcome to part one of the Garden Report. I'm with Nick Gelso from CLNS. I'm Jimmy Toscano from the Metro Boston. Mic bump bump right there. Celtics with a big win tonight 130, 120. It wasn't really a big win, but it was a big performance. It was big. By uh, Devin Booker, uh, a minus six on the night. Your thoughts? Wait, the plus minus? Yeah. Did you even bring that oh, up? Right oh, 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 oh. Also, he had 70 points. Had 70 oh, by the points. way. And by the way, we are here. Uh, seat Geek. Big shout-out to SeatGeek. I want to say there was definitely some fans in the stadium tonight that were here because of SeatGeek. No question. I bet I... you they downloaded the app, and they typed in the promo code GARDEN Report. and if they did... They got the rebate. They got $20, and they saw a historic performance from Devin Booker. So we're going to get right into it. Yeah. Devin Booker dropped 70 points against the Celtics, the most points ever scored against the Celtics. One of, I think, seven players who's ever scored at least seventy points in the NBA. Looked that up because only active player. Yeah, interesting on people that have. Uh, people yeah, who, who did actually? score Will Chamberlain did it six times. Well, come on, no big deal. No. Um, Just
4: a day at the office for Walt.
3: But unfortunately, the story after the game is how legit is that seventy points? And it's a shame because he had forty-two going into the fourth quarter. He hit fifty midway through the quarter, and then all of a sudden he had sixty. I think he legit sixty points, and then it got a little. Here we go with Play, the yeah, with little, the fouls. Here yeah. we go with the fouls. Here we go with the timeouts. Mm-hmm. Trying to, you know, bring the ball up what, the court. What were your thoughts on this? My thoughts were, I get it from the Suns. I kind of get it from the Suns' perspective because they're a team that, listen, you you look at their record. They're playing. Those players are playing for literally nothing aside from just, you know, playing for each other. Um, but if I look at it from the Celtics, I kind of understand where they're coming from too. So I'm not really hating on it as much as I think other people are. Um, I think it's – the if, players definitely, I think, took exception. In the Celtics locker room, the players took exception yeah, to it. There's which, no question. Which I think is fair. I think I, it's I think fair. So. I think it's fair that, you know, Isaiah and Jay Crowder and Gerald Green and those guys, they're kind of shaking their head uh, at the Suns bench because, I mean, they're up double digits. They want to get, you know, they won the game. They, let's right. let's be honest. The Suns were only doing this because they were trying to get Booker to 70 points and after their game, Earl Watson wouldn't really admit that. he He said, you know, you know, they're trying to keep it close. They're trying to you know, make their players better, and he's not going to apologize for it. He said, along the lines of do something about it. If you don't like it, do something about it, which yeah. is pff, kind of bizarre. Yep. a kind of bizarre question. I, I mean, thought, a kind of bizarre point to I make. I thought
4: that Devin Booker himself was humble, just yeah. really a gentleman in the pressers after the game. Makes you proud to be a fan of the NBA. I take him on, our, on the Celtics.
3: Oh, would you? Hot take, it. hot take alert. Yeah, yeah. I would consider there it. it. There I, th- I think if we redid the draft and the Celtics had the opportunity to take him, I think they, they might. They might. Um, <laughs>
4: and it was interesting.
3: Jalen Brown
4: was the, the only Celtic to go up to him yeah. and congratulate him after the game. It's a Jalen
3: Brown thing. I'm not surprised. He's, no, he's, no, he's a gentleman. stand-up guy. He and, and you got to – I mean – it's hard. You can't take it out on Booker. Booker's, Booker Booker no. has nothing to do with it. I mean, if they're gonna if they're gonna put him in position to score seventy, hats off to him. He scored seventy. At the end of the day, the Celtics still could have stopped it from scoring seventy. They fouled. He was hitting some wild shots. The Celtics played defense to the very end. I mean, they well, did. well, they because
4: they were they, playing for They, pri- for pride they were trying point, to stop. You it. don't want anybody dropping seventy on you. No. In your own building,
3: you know it's. Just- uh, but. It, it happened, it happened, you know, it and, it, and it was it actually it the fans. The fans. How about the fans? Well, that's what a do you think of for that? for
4: you, Jimmy, because somebody had said the fans chanting MVP for Kobe years ago. This isn't even comparable. I was at that
3: game. I was not chanting, by the way. Are you sure? A thousand percent. I was at the think balcony. You're on the Jimmy Bleacher creatures. No, I wasn't.
4: But anyway, uh, th- there was no comparison today. The fans no. are excited. They should be
3: excited. It if was it's a, a if it's a close game, Jimmy, if it's a close game, yeah, a they're story. not they're not champions. Tonight was
4: a pretty boring game up until Booker. Up minute. until you were like, "Whoa, wait a second. Yeah, I think we had like forty two. I turned to you and said, "Is that a, uh, we're getting close to yeah. the record?" Uh-huh. And then it came really really quick. So it was an exciting night here at the Garden. A, a good win for the Celtics. I think in part two you're going to touch on Brad Stevens and some of the the comments that he had after we the are. game.
3: It was a, it was a win. I know I said big win. It was only a big win because they they're now one and zero. This is great. They are now one and zero in games where the opponent, where opposing players score seventy points against them. And on that note, yeah, and on that note, we will see you for part two. I will be joined by Joe Sway, Pavon. you know him, you know him. He's been on the show numerous times. We're going to get into the actual win because you wouldn't know this, but the, the way Celtics the Sun- the way the Suns were celebrating it after like the they game, won the championship, it man. was. And I and again, I get it. And the Celtics locker room, you could hear a pin drop. Very strange, but you know what. That might be the mark of a legit playoff team I right agree. there. So you know what? I'm going Stick there. around. Stick around for part two. We'll be right back. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Jimmy Toscano here from the Garden Report coming to you just after a huge Celtics win over the Cleveland Cavaliers here at the TD Garden. This place was absolutely rocking, and you can expect to hear and see that the rest of the way from the regular season on into the playoffs. My question to you, do you want to be a part of that? Because if so, listen up. As the playoff push heats up, SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every game. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing like being in the stadium for the biggest plays of the year. Maybe a little Isaiah Thomas three-pointer, a Joel J. Crowder put-back dunk. Who knows? It could be anything. SeatGeek will be there to get you closer to the action for a great value. I got the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. And I actually did just use SeatGeek recently to buy some tickets, not to the Celtics, but to the other team who plays here in the TD Garden, the Boston Bruins. Switch it up a little bit. I don't need to buy Celtics tickets, folks. Remember that. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket-buying experience easier than ever. Saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals, and to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek creates every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, as we mentioned, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with complete confidence, and it doesn't end with sports. SeatGeek also has plenty of concert, comedy, and theater tickets available, too. I know my guy Jared Weiss recently used it to buy some Kanye West tickets. Best of all, my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. So now you really got to listen. To get your $20 rebate on tickets, first you you're got to do is download the SeatGeek app. Go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. Enter this promo code Garden Report. Easy enough, right? Garden Report. One word Garden Report. Also known as the best Celtics post game show. Ever created. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. So download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code GARDENREPORT and we will see you inside the TD GARDEN. <laughs> and we're back for part two of the GARDEN REPORT. Celtics beat the Phoenix Suns tonight. 131 20. I'm here with Joe Sway Pavon from WEI.com. My name is Jimmy Tiscano from Metro Boston. We got to get into it. You wouldn't know it based on the two teams' reactions after the game. Who won this game? The Celtics won by ten. They had this game handedly won. I would say from start to finish, despite the Suns going on a little bit of a run there. After the game, it's the Suns taking pictures in the locker room, celebrating posing. with Booker posing. Yep. Yep. We have to get the crying buddy, Jordan. Buddy. I need somebody watching to put the crying Jordan on every one of those Suns oh, it's players. Happen.
1: At least one of those guys has to get it because <laughs> they were they were dancing as if you know this. <laughs> they had just won the game, whereas they,
3: they never led once in this game. Jimmy. And turned the, turn the 70 into, like, an L or something. <laughs> uh, but all joking aside, I do understand why they're happy. But, I mean, they don't have a whole lot to be happy for this year. So that's something big for them. The Celtics, on the other hand, weren't even really that happy after the game with this win. And, again, the point, the question that I have for you is... Is that the mark of a legitimate playoff contender? When you win by double digits and you're not happy? I think it is,
1: absolutely, Jimmy. Because let's face it. I mean, hearing the TD Garden cheer and and that was different. It, it was it was different. It was something we've never seen before, and yeah. it was unusual because it felt like while. it felt like they were just were cheering for Devin Booker, even though they knew the Celtics were going to win the game. Right. But it also felt like they were sort of like, uh, you know, the Celtics. They're just letting this happen, so we're just going to go go with it. I hated the fact that Isaiah Thomas was committing that foul. I mean, you put a hand in Devin Booker's face, why do you need to jump? I mean, you're not going to block that <laughs> shot. Come on, let's face it. You're not going to block Devin Booker's shot, and if he makes it, then so what? Let the clock run out. Right. I think there was a really good chance of Devin Booker not scoring 70 points tonight, and the Celtics allowed that because of stupid plays down the stretch of that final minute.
3: And I think that's why, at the end of the day, that's why they were kind of upset. It's like a pride thing. Like, we just Absolutely. let this dude put up a historic number against us. And it's funny, Jimmy. The first Thing that came to my mind
1: was I wonder how Jay Crowder feels about this. Remember oh. Jay? Remember how upset Jay was about oh, people cheering for Gordon Hayward? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. all of a sudden he was that, on the Devin bench. Booker, you know, dropping what, what was that? that? That three that that was waved off. By the way, <laughs> good thing it was waved off because he he would have dropped seventy three if, if if referees. Oh, that, that was a that, ba- that was a banana shot. So uh, after he, that, I think Jay Crowder was, had to have been thinking to himself, "Are you guys serious well, right that, now? He, Are you
3: guys, just, this is the loudest, I've heard, this place all night. He went back in the game, I think, partially because coach was worried that he was going to jump into the stands. No, I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> but really funny thing that I did see is like, all right, so Jay Crowder's he on the bench. He was pissed off, though. Jay was not Yeah, he was pissed. Happened. There's a Celtics fan, I, I presume a Celtics fan because he's like two rows behind the Celtics bench, who gets up and cheers after Booker scores. Crowder turns around and he's like, and then the fan's like, I mean, no, I mean, you know, it was, it was not like, not like. I, uh, I didn't mean like yeah. that, Jay. And no, it no. Is like I don't think he got out of his seat after that, but. <laughs> But then Crowder was in I the game. And he I, love that him. Yeah, I love that about Crowder. I love like that. And I couldn't wait to talk to Crowder about it after the game. He didn't want to speak. Probably for the best. He may have saved a few bucks. Yeah, oh, Who absolutely. knows? Who knows? Um, but I can guarantee you that's something that he's going to remember next season.
1: Well, one thing that Booker said was that they were sort of jawing back and forth, but he said it was all friendly and yeah. they respect for each yeah. other. But I don't know if I 100% It, it has nothing that. to do with Booker. It has nothing, no, to, it has nothing to do with Booker. It has Booker. to do with Watson just, and, and you know. Well, Watson, and I think you nailed it. It's pride. Right. Know? I mean, right. this is the Celtics team that's trying to top the Cleveland Cavaliers, right. trying to be the number one seed going into the playoffs hell yeah they're prideful. you know and they're not going to see the you know they, they could have easily blown this team out by 20 25 right. points and uh, devin booker went off in that fourth quarter and
3: yeah. which is why i'm not super concerned people are going pretty hard in the celtics after this one where they're not playing a full 48 and all this and all that mm. it's the nba how many how many nba teams build an early 20 25 point lead and maintain it it just doesn't happen that often the Celt- the, the suns went on their run i think they got it to 10 at the right 10. but one thing i liked about but this but then game, isaiah Jimmy thomas brought it to
1: 19 but before the fourth quarter though it was like 20 16 back up to 20. Exactly, you know, exactly. That was exactly. the window that I liked to see the Celtics maintain. And right. then it got down to 10. It got down to what, 9? I think it was, I think that's the closest they got,
3: right? Maybe nine. Yeah, it might have been nine. Or, nine or and 10. honestly, I thought that I thought that Booker was going to hit like a 9-point shot cuz he was scoring by he was and scoring it well. That was off. the only reason you were kind of nervous about it. Right. But it never got to that point. Celtics held him off. This is this is a good win for them because they're not feeling great about it and they're going to come out I think they're going to come out even harder on Sunday against an, against a heat team who's fighting for one of those playoff spots. These are big games for them. It just kind of sets the tone down the stretch. Last year the Celtics kind of they kind of went like flimsy into the into the end of the season and we saw it in the playoffs. It just didn't it didn't work out. So they're going into the regular into the end of the regular season strong and we're going to hopefully have a long playoff run here. I think I think we're definitely getting out of the first round this year.
1: I think so. I think it's safe to say. I mean, regardless whether it's, you know, Detroit, however mm-hmm. that whole situation pans out by the end of this regular season, it's going to be in the Celtics' favor. I mean, mm-hmm. win or lose, no matter who they play against, they have to be a favorite, right? I mean, it's oh, a disappointment yeah. no matter who it is. I don't care about matchups or about no. a team that was, you know, destined to beat the Celtics. If they don't get out the first round, it's a disappointing season. And I think out of all those teams in the top tier, you can say the Celtics easily have the most, like, the best momentum going into this final stretch. Yeah. But you kind of don't feel as good as you did before this game, right? Right, Jimmy. I mean, even though they won the game, I feel like they sort of have to go out here and, and really give it to Miami because they're going to get the, the best out of Miami on Sunday because Miami is one of those teams at the bottom trying to squeeze in and get a, a seventh or, or eighth seed to lock in.
3: I hear you there. It's going to be a good game. We will be here for it. We hope you guys will be too. Uh, So signing off, 130-120 Celtics beat the Suns. We'll see you guys Sunday.
1: John.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this doesn't happen very often, uh, especially against a really good defense team like Boston So, you know, I knew I was going to have to come in and lock in uh, mentally tonight. playing at Boston, you know, isn't easy all the time. And, you know, they made it tough for me in the first half, and I tried to get it going. I was ultra aggressive. My teammates started finding me. So I said really good screens for me, and, you know, the rest was history. What's it like scoring 70 points in a game that hasn't happened very <laughs> Um... I mean, it's a zone that it's kind of hard to explain. Um, been in those zones before, but never to this extent. Um, Something like I said, it's hard to explain. When you're in the gym alone, you're taking shots, you make them consecutively. You know, that's what it started feeling like. I mean, just at my felt comfortable. I was at my home gym training. And, you know, it, you know, it just it started to get easier and easier. And, you know, shots were just kept falling. Tough yeah, shots, too. Mm-hmm. What was the most point you ever scored at High School College? Anything? Um... Yeah. In high school, I scored like 56. You know, I was that was my sophomore high school. we not anything close since then. What was it earlier? Your shot? Um, yeah. How did you get past that? And I mean, shooters are going to shoot. You know, I always put my motto off. Shoot your next shot you like, made your major last one. So, you know, I know I sloughed through like five games, past five games. And I knew tonight going against a team like that was going to be good defense. I was going to have to lock in and it was going to be one of those nights. So, you know, it started the morning time preparation So you know, once I found out, you know, a really good defender of Avery Bradley, this, I, know, I was going to be all too Devin, did you ever feel like you got to a point where
1: you could get back into the game?
0: Uh, I mean, that's my goal. Um, you know, I heard Brad Stevens here one time. He has 40-some 40, points, and I was like, Coach, we're losing. I'd rather be winning right now with 10 points. So so we just kept trying to win. Um, once I got hot, teammates start finding me. I think we cut it to think 10. And, I you know, we just can never get over that at home.
2: But what do you fans cheering the
0: fans cheering for, so cheering for you? I mean, that meant a lot, especially here in Boston. I know how rowdy they can be on uh, the opponent sometimes, um, and I respect that. That's how it should be, but, you know, that, that meant a lot, like I said. A story franchise like, like the Boston Celtics, to be able to do it here in TD Garden. Um, so, now I am the rest of my life. Wouldn't it be a nice place to play? <laughs> I love Phoenix.
4: What did you think when Earl was calling
0: timeouts to get you opportunities? I mean, that just shows you, you know, how down of a coach he is for me. We have a really special relationship. Um, Not many people know it, but he was my player development last year before he got, you know, um before he became head coach, so you know we've had that we've, we've had that connection, and you know he just wants to see you be He wants to see make history. I'm um, pretty sure they weren't happy about it, which I understand also. So I see both sides, but you know to have a coach down for you like that, that'll do anything for you, want to see you succeed, uh, that means a lot. And, like I said, we have a really special bond. You were talking to Jay Crowder when he's on the bench. Right? Yeah. What were you guys talking about? Uh, we just messing around. Uh, Crowder's a really good player. Uh, he said. Uh, I think at the start of the fourth, he you said, you're not going to get 50. I said, I wish you were out here. I think he was sitting at the time. We're just exchanging throughout the rest of the game. But, you know, like I said, I respect Celtics, um, what they've done here, the story franchise that they have, and, you know, best of luck to them in the playoffs. <laughs> <guess> he was right. He didn't get 50. Yes, <laughs> he was. How much you played the a lot, kind of all your hands? How much has played into this? Um... Played a lot. Um, once you're off ball, you know it's kind of easier to not. You went off ten downs, the they can trap you. And, but if you're being super aggressive off those pick and rolls, and sometimes the only thing the bigs can do is foul. And, you know once I figured out the ball, the bigs kept reaching, and I kept using that to my advantage, trying to get to the free throw line, and just went from there. Yeah. Seems I'm like you guys are one of I think six players having a score seven. I mean it's hard to take all this in at one time. Is
2: there, you did at the end of the game there. Yeah, I mean, it was weird what they were doing. I mean, it was... I've never seen nothing like that. I mean, chasing those numbers, but I mean, it is what it is. guys it? I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody's ever seen that. I mean, they continue to call timeouts. Continue to foul when we're up 15. Um, but, I mean, it was obvious what they were trying to do. They were trying to Get him the most points possible. And, I mean, hat off, hat off to him though. He, he played a half the game. Do you look at that as disrespect? I mean, I don't want to get into all that. I mean, it is what it is. We won the game. Um, we're we're worried about the playoffs. I mean, they're worried about the lottery. But you got to give your you got to tip your hat off to Devin Booker. I mean, 70 points and in. in Pro-Am in some cities is a lot of points. Like I mean, 70 points in any league is is a hell of a game. It's just how they did it at the end, and you can't even get mad at the players. But, I mean, it, it, was, it was different. So that's, I say that. It was different. You
4: said you guys are looking toward the playoffs, and Brad was just, uh, I don't want to say upset, but he wasn't necessarily happy with the way you guys played for 48 minutes, and this has been consistent. How do you guys change that trend? Because, because he's talked about it over and over, and you guys have talked about it as well.
2: I mean, we got to change it. I mean, but it's, I guess it's a process. We got to learn how to, when we have big leads, learn how to play the same way. And it's tough. I mean, it's tough for a lot of teams, not just us. I mean, other than like the, the Spurs and teams like that, that no matter what, they're going to play the same way. But we, we have to change that quick, especially when we get to the playoffs if, if we have big leads, because anything's possible in this league. How, how valuable is it to have a guy like Gerald who can come in and heat up so quickly like he did tonight? Um, it, it helps. I mean, I've, I'm a fan of Gerald, so I mean, I'm one of the guys that wanted him here. So I know what he's capable of doing with with giving the opportunity, with getting the shots, and, and getting put in a position to be successful. He can he can go off as, like the best of them. Seemed like you guys almost took like a loss, like pretty silent in here. Is that just because you're prepared for the playoffs and you guys you, know, you took a step backwards tonight or what was I, mean, it? I don't think we took a step back. We just didn't play a full forty eight minute game. We gotta know that no matter what we won the game, but we're we're not happy with that that fourth quarter. I mean even the in the in the third quarter we got we got we let Devin Booker get going and then it was like once a score gets going, it don't matter who you put on. And especially a guy that knows how to get fouled as well. So we're disappointed in that, but we're definitely happy that we won. We, we'll take every win we can. Why was he able to be so effective and get going? Um, he made shots in the third, and then once he was able to go downhill, it was a wrap. Like, he was, they were setting the screen higher and higher. He was going downhill. He was getting fouled. I mean, it was kind of like James Harden. You know, when he's going downhill, you, you're scared to touch him. You're scared to defend. And then when you do defend, they call foul. But, like I keep saying, you got to tip your hat off to him, 70 points and – any game is, is, is a is a hell of a game, but I'm just just glad we won.